0: the Nutramedical Report. We are joined by Harley Schlanger in Germany from the LaRouche Foundation. The website, of course, is larouchepac.com and, of course, the Executive Intelligence Review is larouchepub.com. Harley, I'm sure you have some burning news you need to discuss and, of course, we have always got some wonderful links to your websites and to the LaRouche Foundation, which uh, I would say 99% of the time, which is pretty remarkable. I'm fully in line with what LaRouche has been preaching for decades and how important it is to avert war with trade and a reasonable multipolar world rather than the craziness that the bankers want to do.
1: And this is going to be the leading topic of the next week, where you have a whole flurry of diplomatic activity, which is not making Wall Street or the neocons very happy. Uh, You have Xi Jinping on the move. He's going to be in Moscow. Then he's going to be in Germany for the Hamburg G20 summit, which starts a week from today. And, by the way, I won't be with you next week because I will be in Hamburg for the summit.
0: Now, Uh, uh, now, so next Friday is a no, but uh, is there another possible – or we have a very short week, that's right. So next week will be a no. Okay. All right. So we'll be the following Friday, yes? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Now, by by the way, one of the things we can do that you may – we don't have – we can connect by uh, Skype and do a video presentation even over the weekend if you want to do a presentation over the weekend on any topic.
1: Well, let me see, because, as I said, this next week is going to be very busy. Uh, I just got back from Brussels. I was at the Uh uh, European Parliament for a conference uh, sponsored by uh, a group of Italians who are quite enraged by the way the European Central Bank is is destroying the small banks of Italy. Uh, I think we talked about it last week, but there were two banks in Venice that were put through a bail-in and then a bail-out. And the bail-in, they stole depositors' money, but it wasn't enough. So the Italian government went to the European Central Bank, which promised money uh, provided the, Euro- the uh, Italian government took over all the bad debt and then gave what was left of the good assets to other banks in a uh, purchase. Oh, so in getting- other words... First of all, they loot the depositors. It was about 30% of the bonds of depositors was taken in the bail-in. And then the government was loaned money. But the loan of money was essentially to clear out the bad debt and then give money to Unicredit, which is one of the large bankrupt banks of Italy. But it can now move in and take over the good assets of these two smaller banks what it looks like the European Central Bank is about to do is set up a bad bank in each country wow. where the bad assets will be siphoned off. They'll be then backed by fresh money where bankers will then try to sell bonds in these bad banks. Wow. So it's looting on top of looting on top of looting. It's it's like yeah, looting I don't don't the understand third why,
0: power. Why is no one going to jail over this? What's, what's, why is that?
1: Well, that was the, what was taken up at the uh, event where I spoke, because the central topic was, how do they get away with this? How are they going to keep doing this? Uh, is anyone going to fight it? And I have to say, there were some very good economists from Italy. Alberto Bagnai was one of them. And what he did is he said, well, we keep being told that there's no alternative, that if you leave the euro, your economy will crash. Right, And he said, well, if we leave the euro and continue the same policies, it will crash. But it's crashing anyway. If we leave the euro and change the policies, and then he went through what would happen, and he said the worst case scenario is that by next year there would be a 2% rate of growth in the GDP, which today it's flat, but in yeah. four years it would be 4%. So in other words, within four years outside of the euro... Italy would once again become a vibrant, healthy economy. Well, And so this was That's the almost like discussion take, we were taking
0: were Taking the economy off of I, uh, the European ICU uh, intensive care allows the patient to live.
1: Yeah, because the ICU is pumping blood through one part of the body and then taking it out of the other part uh, as opposed to letting the body recover. And wow. in the meanwhile, the Italian. This this was uh, this event, by the way, was in the European Parliament in Brussels. Uh, I spoke, and I also <laughs> delivered a greetings to the Parliament from uh, Roger Stone, who, interestingly enough, couldn't come to the event even though he was invited because he's been in Hungary and Romania helping to draft legislation to keep George Soros out of the country. You're right. So good, good thing uh, too,
0: because. He's a criminal persona non grata in Hungary right now, and even uh, uh, you know he, he's behind a, a system involved with the CIA that was actually in operation until Trump actually disabled it a few months ago to actually collaborate with the CIA
1: in orange revolutions right across Europe. Yeah, well, and now he's trying to he's collaborating with Obama to create a, a, a Maidan Square in Washington D.C. But that's we can get to that later. The the other thing in this Italian event was that. There was a professor who gave, who lives in Beijing. He's been teaching at Beijing University for 10 years. Uh, he used to teach in, in Europe. And he gave a report on the Chinese economy, which was relatively accurate, how they've uh, increased the average wage in China a hundred times over, uh, going back over 20 years. That they've also, uh, he said that by 2020, they intend to eliminate poverty in China. And he went through how they have, they've limited migration to the cities, which he said seems like a problem, but actually it's the only way to keep the cities from being overflowing. But the other thing they've done is they've kept interest rates down and inflation down, and they've done that through uh, investing in physical production. And he said, now, Europeans are very scared of China. And he said, if we continue with the current European model, we will be made irrelevant by China. But if we collaborate, there's a great potential for Europe to revive its own industry. So I I found it to be a fascinating meeting. It was live-streamed in Italy, apparently a very large audience. And uh, what the Italians were basically saying and this is the Lega Nord and people from the Five Star Movement, which were the number one and two vote-getters in the municipal elections last weekend, Uh, what they were saying is that they're going to move for a break with the euro uh, by the time of the next elections, which will be probably uh, in the fall of this year. So we could be seeing an Italian exit coming up. Also, by the way, one of the panelists with me was the woman who is the CEO of Leave Europe, which is the post-Brexit grouping in uh, Britain. So it was a very interesting couple of days in Brussels.
0: Yeah. So in other words, things are moving forward. What what I see the big model difference is that Trump believes in a business-wise, multipolar world, and the banks and the globalists that run Europe believe in a unipolar world run by the European Central Bank System, which also controls our Federal Reserve here in America and they will do anything, including bring war or conflict or any kind of chaos or balkanization in order to maintain their control. They don't care if it kills people or stars nations or does whatever.
1: Well, and one of the Greek members of the European Parliament I spoke to was uh, a very interesting woman who, who has a bumper sticker that says, why do Greek taxi drivers have to die to protect European banks? Oh, gee. And you know you, so you have in the southern flank of Europe two things going on: a rebellion against the European Central Bank and the EU, with the idea of a one-size-fits-all policy. Right. But secondly, the what's going on is openings to China. The Chinese have come in and they said, "We will give you low interest loans to help rebuild your ports." They're talking about building a port in Sicily, which has been kept impoverished uh, for centuries. Ever since the French kings were driven out in, I think, the 17th century, it's been an impoverished area, Naples, Sicily, uh, and the uh, Chinese came in and they said, you have a port plan, let's look at it, we'll work on it with you. So there's new optimism in a country that's being beaten down by the collapsing system. Uh, you have, of course, the situation in the United Kingdom where there Theresa May is a caretaker. She's going to be gone soon. No one knows exactly what's going to happen there. But the people in England are still very upset with the government's austerity plans, the cutbacks, and so on. Now, all of this is taking place with or coming up with the uh, Hamburg G20 meeting next uh, Friday and Saturday. The most significant thing there will be the Trump-Putin meeting and the Trump-Xi Jinping meeting. Uh Merkel is going to have a meeting with Theresa May, Merkel, and Macron to figure out how they can screw things up. But it looks as though there will be a meeting with Putin. Uh, and you probably heard this week more stories about the Syrians are preparing a chemical weapons attack. This came from within the Trump administration, within no, why, the White House, but, no. but not now, is, from is Trump.
0: This, is, is this a, a general on the ground? Because what I heard is with Russiagate, he had delegated to his generals on the ground to make policy. And there's obviously a lot of people within the Trump administration that either are wonky or they're old plants from the uh, Obama, but I think a lot of them are actually even people he brought in that have a crazy policy that think that uh, that uh, a, 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 an unnegotiated conflict with Russia is a good
1: thing, and I think it's crazy. Well, let me find, I'm looking for this article that came out. Uh, Kagan crowd, Victoria Nolan crowd. He's also brought in, um, but as a protege of uh-huh. David Petraeus, he uh, evidence of a Syrian chemical weapons attack. Now, this was obviously designed to prevent a Trump Putin meeting. And what's interesting is that on the way to Europe, put out a, a press statement where he said, Well, we now have evidence that the Syrians have backed off any intention to carry out an attack. And people were saying, well, did you have evidence of such an attack? And he said, well, no, what we have evidence of is that they're not planning an attack now. So he didn't want to contradict the fact that someone in the administration said there was evidence that an attack was underway. But apparently Mattis and others in the military got in the middle of this and said, no, we're not going to let this happen the meeting with Putin, and the coordinated action to crush ISIS is too important. Look, all of this is happening as ISIS is being routed.
0: Right. They're actually backing. That's why we have McCain's army. And the, back, and the backing is people, people don't realize that McCain is backed by George Soros. That's one of his main contributors.
1: Yeah. And, and so people like Mattis know that it's a crucial moment in the war to get rid of ISIS and uh, Al-Qaeda. And so the last thing they want is for that to be disrupted by a bunch of neocon crazies who want to see another war, uh, uh, which, if the U.S. did hit Syrian forces again, it's very likely that it would bring a Russian response.
0: Well, now, uh, imagine they, they, that don't have a, they don't have a counter-response to it, do they? Do they have a counter-response well, to Russia?
1: No. And the, the obvious point is that if something like this occurs, you're going to be in a situation where World War III is on the front burner.
0: And well, let, Mattis let, knows it. Let, let me give you a strategic thing, because i talked to a lot of strategic people, both in and outside, and some of them classified. If we make a first strike, Russia cannot project forces around the world. Their only response is they have advanced weapons, EMP weapons that can neutralize our Navy. They've done it over the Cook a few years ago. They can knock our jets out of the sky. They have the Akons Hypersonic cruise missile that can take our large aircraft carriers to the bottom of the water. They have the Hoot supercavitation torpedo. We don't yet have laser and and plasma weapons on the front of of the large ships, which we have, which are planned, but it was held back by Obama's administration because we do have them. The problem is we're not prepared to engage, and General Mattis said, with the sequestration. Our Navy and our Air Force and our Marines are not prepared to engage in a large conflict and if we do, we're going to lose and the Russians don't have that many assets but they can take us down and embarrass us and make us look impotent to the entire world which is not a good thing
1: and the the other part of this is that there's no military reason right now to engage either with the Syrians or the Russians the Syrians are doing a very effective job of not only clearing out the area near the Syrian capital of ISIS of Raqqa but they're moving into southern parts of the country where the ISIS has been protected by Israel. Uh, Now, here's the the story I was looking for. There's a person named Ezra Cohen Watnick, who is the intelligence Mm -hmm. chief of the National Security Council. And there's another one is Derek Harvey, who's the NSC's Middle East point man, and he's formerly with David Petraeus. And they are the people who are working with Nikki Haley, the U.N. Uh, ambassador who periodically comes out with a completely idiotic anti-Russian blast. right Now, it said this group is going around uh, McMaster and reporting directly to Kushner, and that Kushner is then the one whose job is to organize Trump to do what they're saying. So Mattis and McMaster, according to this report, and this is a report from someone who's a relatively well-informed person uh from Washington, that McMaster and Mattis went to Trump and basically said, this is not going to happen. We're not going to get drawn into another strike in Syria. Now, Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, in a speech, and a warning yesterday, said that any time you put out a report like this, that if Syria uses chemical weapons, there'll be consequences, you're encouraging ISIS to do another false flag attack. In other words, the Russians are saying, ahead of any event, that this would likely occur only if ISIS or al-Qaeda launched the chemical weapons attack to draw the United States in to strike the Assad forces. Now, I think if that could be neutralized, and if Trump then goes ahead and meets with uh, Putin and has the discussion about coordinating, full coordination, to finish off ISIS and al-Qaeda, and then to talk beyond that, what needs to be done to address the, the refugee crisis. That is, we've got to rebuild the Middle East, re, help rebuild North Africa. Right. This is where the Chinese come in. Yeah. Now, the other significant Well, the Chinese want to be in there because they got...
0: The China oil company, after the invasion of Iraq, became the fifth largest oil producer and, and refiner in the world because they're very good at business. So they're the main uh, refiners of oil from Iraq right now, or the Chinese,
1: aren't they? Now, the, the other thing that, that's interesting is that Trump had a meeting this week with Narendra Modi, the prime minister of India, and people thought that would be a kind of rough meeting. And Modi's chief foreign policy advisor said he's been at meetings with, the, with Indian prime ministers, with Bush Sr., with Clinton, Bush Jr., and Obama, and none of them, had the personal chemistry of the Modi-Trump meeting. And the discussion was both how to coordinate against terrorism, but also how to engage in bilateral business relations, and also they discussed the Silk Road. Now, finally, this week, Trump met with Yang Jiechi, who is the state counselor for China, the number three person in the Chinese government. And Yang Jiechi invited Trump to China, and Trump accepted And then what Trump said after the meeting is, we talked about a U.S. role in the Belt and Road Project, and I told them, we're ready. And this followed meetings in San Francisco, Detroit, and Washington between Chinese businessmen and government officials with American businessmen, chambers of commerce, and government officials. So if the U.S. is moving into a relationship with Russia, China, and India... We are now in the new economic paradigm. Right. The old paradigm is gone. And by
0: the way, this this is the way to deal with North Korea, too, isn't it?
1: It, It's the way to deal with virtually every problem on the planet, because it means you would have the largest military forces aligned together, but more importantly, the economic engines.
0: Exactly. Excellent analysis. We'll be back in a moment with Harley Schlanger from the Roos Foundation. Stay tuned. We'll have some great links for you as well. My hands are cold. And I'm on my
2: knees looking for the answer. Are we human? Or are we dancers? 888- 212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. nutrimedical.com and com. Medicine together.
0: Help support Revolution Radio. Contact revolutionradio.org and promote them with donations. And uh, listen to the Nutramedical Report show on Revolution Radio starting this May, 2017. back, i uh, just going to mention a couple of uh, intel reports that I have from my sources. Uh, this source is from Die Welt, which is a German paper. It's a leaked paper dealing with the uh, issues that went back to Mr. Hirsch, which you mentioned earlier. And I want you to tie this all together because what they did and you see the shouting match between Tillerson and, uh, and, and uh, Mattis against uh, Kushner and Priebus, Reince Priebus, uh, because uh, they didn't want this information released. The fact is, this is totally false. The first chemical attack is, 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 is a red herring. It did not happen. Yep. Uh, they get, a month in advance of this attack, the Russians and the Americans were all informed about this weapons depot that ISIS was setting up where they moved chemical weapons, including organophosphates, uh, and they did not have sarin there because if sarin nerve gas was dropped, you do not handle it with your bare hands or with a full-body no, uh, bio not suits at all. on. If you do, you're going to well, die. I'm a hazmat officer uh, toxicologist, and I can tell you I worked with Operation Top Off and Dark Winter with the FBI and CDC. These people are lying pieces of human garbage. So, well, Bill, here's the, the, the. I want you to fill in this thing with Hirsch and how he's tied in with yeah. this because Hirsch uh, basically has absolutely no first hand evidence that Trump knew this evidence and so he ignored it. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to manipulate uh, Trump into doing something really stupid, and they don't have a counter response with the Russians putting the S 400 system in there. And the Russians want to collaborate with us. They want to knock out ISIS.
1: Well, let let me tell you, the key thing about Seymour Hersh is that when he was a young reporter with the New York Times and he exposed the My Lai Massacre and exposed the fraud of the military and CIA operations in Vietnam, he won prizes and awards. Right. Now, he's continued to be a front-end intelligence reporter, but the New York Times dropped him. Right. because the New York Times is now protecting and part of the deep state. Hirsch was the one who did a, a story uh, a while back uh, about the, well, he's done several stories on the Syrian war, but his he did a story about the so-called gas attack uh, a couple of years ago right. and said that that was a fraud. It was done by uh, ISIS terrorists connected to Turkey at the time, who were getting the chemical weapons from Turkey. Now, he wrote a piece that's extremely well done, well researched, uh, on what what you said, that showed that there were people who made up the story and laundered it through Trump, who didn't know anything about what was going on, and as a result of the story, ordered the strike uh, in April against right. a Syrian air base. Right. Hirsch couldn't get it published in the United States. He had to get it published in Die Welt, right. which is a German newspaper, daily paper, which generally is not very good. Right. But there are people in Germany now who are beginning to realize that they've bet on the wrong horse, that they've been going with the Obama crowd, and that this is a potential disaster. So they ran the Hirsch story. Now, the Hirsch story was circulated to right. people inside the White House. So they knew before this leak came out that their intelligence, so-called, that was there for the first uh, uh, attack by Trump was flawed, was wrong, a complete story, it was made up. Now, this time, uh, Tillerson and Mattis intervened in time to cause the story to be changed, although if you read the New York Times, they're still saying Syria did a chemical weapons attack in April, and they were preparing again, and they backed down because they were afraid of getting struck. It's now, like uh, Trump's
0: representative in the United Nations. Why does she continue to say the same nagging, lying story to the UN about the Russian about the Russian al- complicity by not properly investigating this the so-called Syrian chemical attacks? This is why. Let me let me
1: tell you about the New York Times. The New York Times yesterday, for the first time, ran a retraction. They said there are not seventeen intelligence agencies which believe that that the Russians meddled in Mm -hmm. the election. There are only four. Well, they've been saying and everyone's been saying for a year this was the consensus of seventeen US intelligence agencies. Now they're saying it was just the director of national intelligence, the NSA, the FBI, and the CIA. This is the gang of four that brought the whole Russian story forward from the British uh, Five Eyes, from the GCHQ. Right. And they've been running a coup in the United States. And the New York Times finally admits that they were lying all along.
0: Do you know why? Because I think they know that if they eventually make... Uh Trump angry enough; he's not going to pull the FCC license of CNN and MSNBC, but also the licenses for the New York Times. Because this is a form of seditious coup. It's a coup, a rolling coup right now, and Trump's got to stop it or else. Yeah. Nutramedical's silver is a must for every family's medicine cabinet. 100% 100% safe for children and adults, it protects and promotes health by completely removing stealth and major pathogens. Silver must be in its ionic state to activate and kill singlet oxygen, killing capacity for viruses, bacteria and pathogens. It has a maximum punch because it is delivered in a liposomal enzymatic envelope and is hydrogenated. It's so safe that you can put drops in your eyes and in your sinuses or lungs. Silver orally, will clear pathogens from your GI tract, viruses, bacteria, and pathogens. It's thousands of times stronger than any nanoparticle or colloidal silver anywhere else. And every cerebral atom is activated to kill pathogens and stimulate stem cells. Our customers tell us that if they wake up with a sore throat, take a few sprays of Silver, in a few minutes, they are already feeling better. Nutrisilver is truly amazing. Try it and you'll see the results for yourself. Dosages are small because of Nutramedical's advanced technology, topical or internal applications. Order at Nutra Silver today at, with free shipping at Nutra Medical, Nutrimedical.com, Medical.com, or 888 212 8871. That's 888 212 8871. Are you tired of running to your doctor for medical tests like iron levels and bone density? How would you like to have the access to your own diagnostics? This simple interpretive test can give you results in just a few minutes right in your own computer. Find out if you have high cholesterol, uh, vis- viscous blood, abnormal blood sugar, developing eye problems, dropping hormone levels, and normal organ function. Dr. Bill's QRMA uses the magnetic fields of your body and harmonic frequencies to predict functional abnormalities and deficiencies. The QRMA or quantitative resonant magnetic test is quick, non-invasive, and simple to use. Colorful display reads off mild, moderate, or severe deviations on normal standards. Why is Dr. Bill's QRMA so predictively accurate It compares it to a massive database and you can send the results for Dr. Bill to do an interpretation as all analyses for you and your family are totally included in the cost of the machine. You can purchase the QRMA now at an amazing sale price with payments spread over six months. The QRMA is quick and safe. Go to NutriMedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com or 888-212-8871, that's 888-212-8871. NutriMedical's vitamineral mix, finally a high quality bioactivated multivitamin and mineral drink that tastes fruity, delicious for the whole family. NutriMedical's vitamineral mix will deliver activated nutrients to your cells for your whole family with vitamin mineral mix that's V I T A M I N E R A L M I X at nutrimental.com n u t r i medical.com 888-212-8871 that's uh n u t r i medical.com n u t r i medical.com or 888-212-8871 vitamin mineral mix for maximum activation of the best fight mighty veteran for your family. Before we go on, I want to go back to a story you just mentioned with Donald Trump and the dialogue about healthcare care, because he's a pivoter. I got my video, by the way, and my information through to Donald Trump, uh, through uh, Dr. Bart Goldman and Dr. Ron Klatsch at the A4M, and Dr. Bart has known Donald Trump for 35 years. And, uh, you know, if the insurance carriers and the other people can't get a solution, uh, I think that what they might have to do is just repeal it and replace it with pieces, but part of that piece has to be preventive health care, so they can reduce the cost, because they should think of everybody in the country as a two-legged debt. Now, we don't want a socialist single-payer system because it does kill people and it doesn't control costs as well as it should. But we need a bunch of bills to control the cost of drugs, gets rid of malpractice, allows portability so you're not licensed in an A state, you're licensed in the United States. We have a system where we have lateral training so you can be a medic and be trained up as a surgeon, get the online training and go to a center of specialty surgical experience so you can actually learn and prove that you have the skill sets. So I think Trump is basically going to say, hey, if you can't fall, solve this, repeal it, and replace it with a dozen bills to fix what is health care. And because the Democrats will have the opportunity to participate, if they don't participate, any credit will be attributed to the Republicans because I think that shoving through the call this radioactive bill right now, which neither does not help anybody or prove anybody is going to be good, I don't think it's going to make it. And if it does get through the Senate, it'll be dead on arrival in in the House. So it's my guess that this is probably going to arrive by August as a bill to repeal uh, uh, Obamacare and then a one to two year slide in period to actually build a dozen bills to fix health care so it's repealed and then replaced with a phase in period that doesn't hurt anybody and it doesn't affect the midterm elections that's what I think is going to happen
1: well I think the, all that is plausible and, and sounds good what I think is the first stage where we're right now moving into the middle of the first stage of the great transformation. And I think what Trump has to do is keep his eye on this global change. He's going to have to clean out his administration of neocons. And hopefully the meetings with Putin and Xi and also with the Europeans will have the kind of effect that will allow him to move into this new economic paradigm. And the new economic paradigm is based on extending the idea of the American system globally, which is what the Chinese are trying to do and the Chinese are not exactly the American system, but you know, if you they're trying, they're trying, to, be, you to, be,
0: they're trying to study the pieces of it, like you've mentioned over many, many shows they've studied Hamiltonian economics, etc and they've tried to pull pieces out and actually implement it, even though they're
1: communist party that's crazy, isn't it? Well, let me, let me give you an interesting insight. Did you by any chance see the interview with Jack Ma that Charlie Rose did in Detroit?
0: No, I didn't see
1: that. Well, Jack Ma is the CEO of Alibaba, which yeah. is quick, quickly becoming one of the world's largest companies. Right. And yeah. um, he's a great teacher. He sees himself as a teacher. And he's fascinating, charming, but he kept making a point. He said, our business model is the customer comes first then the employees then the shareholders if the customers and the employees are happy then there'll be a good product and the shareholders will be happy and he said that this has been the model that we used to build from a company of five of us sitting in the living room of my apartment uh trying to convince each other that you could actually use the internet to sell things to the point of doing i think he said uh 500 billion dollars of business last year
0: I think are, now, they bigger than, are they bigger than Amazon? I think they
1: are. I, I'm not sure that they, they have a lower market capitalization because they're not worried about their stock value. But what's interesting is that Ma is one of the spokesmen, in a sense, of this new China model, which is not a communist model. No, it's, it's not. It's a model based <clears throat> on the idea that we want to provide the best products and to improve people's lives, and the way we're going to do it is technology with the future right. and he said Charlie Rose was asked what what worries you, what scares you and he said that we're not going fast enough to keep up with the changes in technology and so you have a, a sense of someone who is at the cutting edge of something who is part of this Chinese entrepreneurial spirit which is building roads and railroads and bridges in Africa right. you know, they You know, half of the foreign investment in Africa right now is Chinese. And there are new railroads, high-speed railroads. In China, for example, just uh, three days ago, they inaugurated the new Shanghai to Beijing Railroad, 440 kilometers per hour.
0: They do more than that. They're building hospitals and ports. They're doing lots of other stuff. And they're handing over the technology to local companies. They're not just saying we're going to bring in Chinese workers and... Build it no, all. they're training they're, Africans. They're training Africans and others to actually manage and, re- and continue building the pieces of the, of the system, yeah. which yeah. to me is very interesting. Now, you have to understand, if you, look, if you have a long look, because remember now Asian countries have a long look over thousands of years, communism is just a little blip of three to 5,000 years. And if you actually look, and this is a comment, because my, my sister is married to a gentleman who is a Chinese from Shenzhen, and his family were bankers, and they were all shot in the back of the head except his mother escaped across Kowloon Bay to Hong Kong and had him, uh, my 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 uh, si- my, do- my sister's husband. And they're very smart people. And we consider them the, the, the Chinese, the bankers, the Jews of the Far East. They're really good at business. And, in fact, that's the reason why we never had a major military conflict with the Chinese, because the Belt and Road, the Silk Road, my great-great-grandfather had the largest caravan going from Damascus, Syria, to China twice a year. My great-grandmother walked there. And I can tell you, it's because we could trade with China, there wasn't a major conflict with the West. It was other groups like uh, Genghis Khan who tried to come radio into the streets of Paris. It was other invaders who tried to come across there, like the Muslim invasions. It wasn't the Chinese. And this is something people don't grasp, is that if we can do trade, we won't have war. We'll We'll neutralize North Korea because, as I say, eventually... The plan is to build a high-speed rail through North Korea, rebuild their farms and their buildings so they can eat real good food,
1: have businesses, and give them a ticket to South Korea as Disneyland. And, Bill, here's, here's the other thing that's interesting. A, Jack Ma was asked, <clears throat> how does he consider himself? And he said, as a teacher. Right. And he said, and the goal of a teacher is to find students that he can make smarter than himself. Wow. And this is the Confucian that, that, that's, that's idea. That's clever, isn't
0: it? That's clever.
1: Well, and, and it's actually true. If you're a teacher, if you want to outshine your students, then you're not a very good teacher. Right. You're, you're, you're teaching for the sake of your ego rather than for the future. And what I found interesting in Ma and I found from the exchanges I've had with very prominent Chinese officials is this Confucian philosophy, very similar to the Platonic philosophy, that your goal in life is to seek truth. And the truth represents a higher quality of an organizing principle. And it's not always uh, the subject of logical pursuit, but it requires new insights, new creativity. And the Chinese are applying this now. So they've gone beyond where they were just stealing ideas and patents and uh, uh, doing these kinds of things to actually developing in their people this scientific entrepreneurial spirit.
0: Yeah, that wasn't now, there before I 20 think, years ago. They were terrified to actually even developing something in their enge- I talked to an engineer whose company they went and bought out a Chinese company, and they had these top engineers who were very smart. And they wouldn't put anything on their own bench. They were told to go, go invent something on in your own bench, and they wouldn't do it. And uh, when he went back six months later, he said, My gosh, nobody's doing it. I said, We're afraid if we do something wrong, Communist Party grab us and we go to Laodai camp. I'm thinking, God. Well, they've
1: gosh. changed. You're right. They They've changed. And Mrs. LaRouche was in China during the Cultural Revolution as a, as a young idealist. And she said when she came face-to-face with the horrors of Maoism, she was horrified. She said she couldn't believe that people would live like this. Right. And then th- 25 years later, she went back and she said there had been changes under Deng Xiaoping that were just starting. But it was in 2013 when Xi Jinping in Kazakhstan said, we're going to make the Silk Road into the new global land bridge which was the idea of Mrs. LaRouche. And I I want to just emphasize this for people who are listeners who are still somewhat skeptical on the China question. Mrs. LaRouche is somewhat revered in China. They call her the Silk Road Lady, and she was one of the few non-heads of state invited into the front of the auditorium for the Belt and Road Conference. She was put on Chinese television, Right. interviewed in Chinese newspapers. She had a major uh, article that appeared in China Investor, which is uh, the largest business journal in China. Right. So she said that what she's seen is an extraordinary change, uh, not just in the country, but in the people, an optimism, a, a sense of a purpose in going to work, other than paying a mortgage, paying some bills, and maybe squeezing out a few hours with a beer in front of the television she said the Chinese are extremely industrious now they're transforming Africa with this approach work- the same kind of thing is going on in India the Indian problem is that you still have remnants of an old caste system that was remolded by the British Empire into making the Indians a servant for the Empire but the Indians are overcoming that Right. The Russians have a great culture. You know, Germany, if it were to break out from under the post-World War II guilt complex, uh, Germany has a great culture, and that's why there is such uh, good engineering and, and uh, innovation inside Germany. And, of right. course, the United States, because of Hamilton and his emphasis on manufacturing, the credit that, that was... Generated through the Hamiltonian system to entrepreneurs to build, to develop, to, uh, you know, people made great fortunes, but they did things that were good for the country.
0: Right. And so we need a return of a Hamiltonian system. The first step, I would say, is what you mentioned before Glass Steagall. Second yeah. is a back to dollar with gold. Third is to have a Bretton Woods style system to link all of the currencies and bilateral trade agreements to the dollar so they can't manipulate the currencies, including. In previous statements by not only Trump, but previous administrations of the Chinese are currency manipulators, simply uh, lock the currencies into a, into a system so you don't have to have trade wars or taxes at the border, which is 110 countries do this. It's, uh, it's negative for trade, especially when things go back and forth a half a dozen times in Europe or elsewhere uh, to even build something. It goes back and forth to the border, say, between Britain and Europe. It's just negative. It doesn't It doesn't accomplish anything except kill industry.
1: Well, they tried to uh, make a solution, the uh, make the EU a solution for that. But the problem is the emphasis in the EU has been from the beginning the single currency, right. the monetary union. And what that okay. meant is that you put bankers in charge of economic policy. Yeah, yeah. See, now, that, that, yeah that, that's, that's how I'll that go what, to the
0: Bretton Woods, which we had, would work because you simply allow currency to grow. They can't even sell their excess olive oil and feta cheese and Greece in order to pull themselves out of debt, they'll never get out of debt. And unless they well, leave the European look, Union because of central bankers, they're never going to be able to accomplish anything in these European countries.
1: right? Well, and if you look at the United States, uh, when the Federal Reserve was implemented, it was an attempt to make sure that bankers controlled every aspect of currency, credit, and debt, right. which by the Constitution was placed into the, under the authority of the Congress. And you had some back-and-forth you know, during the FDR period, Kennedy was trying to move outside of it when he was killed. Right. But since the death of Kennedy, the bankers have had con- total control, top down, and it's gotten worse. And what they did was move toward a global system where the rules were made for the speculators, for the benefit of the speculators, and the purpose of regulation was to keep the rest of us stupid and under control and yeah. to drive out any spirit of, of innovation. And now we're at a point where that system is collapsing, as it, as it must. A tyrannical system run by a handful of people for the benefit of, of uh, accounting practices of speculation doesn't take care of the vast majority of the people. And so well, you, you Trump recognize that.
0: You, you mentioned already that Italy, if it actually gets away from the uh, hegemony of the central bureaucratic maniacs in Brussels, their economy will start to grow 2%, and pretty soon it's 4%, which is pretty decent. So, yeah. in other words, it's almost like you take them off life support, and they're going to survive.
1: Well, and where's the, where's the direction for them? It's toward the east. It's towards North Africa. The Italians were brought in with uh, Sarkozy and Cameron and Obama into the Libyan operation. Now, the Italian engineering companies had been working with Gaddafi on some of these major projects of water, pipelines, you know, building new universities, uh, the, it was Italian uh, engineers who came up with the idea for TransAqua to save Lake Chad and all these things were crushed but you still have these Italian engineers, you still have Northern Italy has a very good machine tool and aerospace sector uh... everyone knows in the old days the Alfa Romeo was a, quite a good car So what Italy needs is trading partners that aren't out to cheat them and. Where are they looking? They're looking to China. They're looking to Russia. And right. the Russians need partners because the Russians need technology. They need innovation. So we have a world that's hungry for these kinds of connections. And you have some Americans who are still skeptical because they say, well, you can't trust the Chinese. They have human rights violations. I mean, my God, look at the human rights violations in our country. You know, every country has problems. We have to move to a higher conception of human value and if the, the Russians and others see that and see the benefits of that they'll be brought around and I think the the most important thing is move toward the universal development of the Belt and Road bring the United States in. If Trump were to do that then he would have the clout to go to the Republicans in Congress and the Democrats and say I want to get something done on health care. I want to get something done on aiding small businesses on infrastructure and you have to work with me the whole world is working with me and I think that's the way out of this uh, current stagnation and collapse in the United States which is a political crisis brought on by the establishment that's losing its power
0: yeah yeah and it's losing its power to uh, return toward the people and it's not just here it's a movement all over the world isn't it
1: oh yeah and it's an unstoppable movement
0: now here's here's what I'm wanting to say also, and I know that your organization's way ahead of the curve. Ninety percent of the new jobs in 2027 have not even been invented yet. I'm talking about new careers, new jobs. Yeah. People need to know that. They need to realize we are the inventors of our own future, whether it's geopolitical or international uh, trade, international. For example, why is there not high-speed rail being built here? So that we have the first high-speed rail present. Why do we not have a Trans-Alaskan pipeline running? liquid natural gas to China. Why do we not have collaboration to bring in new business in Russia so it's not just a single energy-based business, that Russians are very innovative across seven time zones? Why don't we help them build an economy? Need
2: a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say,
1: I feel more focused.
2: My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.
3: Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria, from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported. By medical missionaries in central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 212 8871 or visit us online at nutramedical.com
0: and welcome back we're going to have an hour or two uh Bill Warner from politicalislam.com. And, of course, the firing line is coming up. It is a sale since midnight last night. It's the Seven for Heaven sale, which is going to go for one full week. It's going to be a big, long sale, midnight to, uh, Thursday night to midnight Thursday next week, the 6th of July. So I um, want to cover something else, the health bill. Rand Paul, of course, is four demands are down to four. Clearly, it won't be acceptable to the insurance companies or the rhino senators on the left. Uh, Number one, create uh, association health plans. This would allow groups of people to band together and create their own risk pool to access health insurance coverage. Current bill allows uh, self-employed people to sign out onto small business plans. Paul wants this expanded. Makes sense. Number two, reduce spending on insurance company bailouts. Basically, these are bailouts to make sure insurance can still charge too much. Uh, and uh, the Senate Senate bill currently includes funding that would help insurers offset costs for low-income Americans, in the individual insurance market, and state state uh, stability fund that would be used to reduce premiums and expand coverage. What it basically means is, if you look at the stock market for insurance carriers, drug companies, etc., they're just Going up because they think that they're not going to be able to do anything to fix this, so it's going to continue the uh, the 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 eat fest of the insurance carriers and the big pharma companies. Number three, eliminate premium tax credits. The current B C R A would give people making between 100 and 350 percent of the federal poverty line to buy insurance. In the letter, Paul asked McConnell to reconsider the advanced refundable nature of the entitlement. What they need to do is make sure that we move toward what I talked about a health plan, put a value-added tax, send the money through to the counties, have a group of citizens and, uh, and health providers, not elected officials in the state, control the money that goes to the hospitals and the clinics and, and hire doctors and health professionals and oriental medicine doctors and chiropractors, etc., or occupational medicine physicians. And, in fact, of if, if course, it, business signs on to these they would have tremendously reduced occupational health care costs. Number four, eliminate the continuous coverage requirement. The BCRA includes, this is by the bill they're trying to show through the Senate, includes a provision that says anyone who goes without insurance for more than 63 consecutive days in a year must wait six months in the following year before they can access to coverage again. That's crazy. Falls that this constitutes another version of Obamacare's individual mandate, and ask McConnell to simply allow insurance companies to impose a waiting period. Uh, you know, this is nasty. Uh, we don't want anybody to, to not be able to afford health care, but the ways to control it are simple. Number one, get rid of malpractice. Number two, get rid of fee-for-service, pay doctors and health professionals an hourly wage, and they would actually make the same money or more per year, and it would also make sure the primary care providers wouldn't make such so a little fraction of some of the top surgeons. Number three, make sure you have lateral training so that medics and other people like nurse practitioners can become surgeons. Uh, number four, we need to make sure we control the cost of big pharma drugs so that we buy on large groups nationally so that the cost of drugs would become a fraction and it would come in line with countries like Canada which pay about a third of the cost for many of the exact same drugs. Also, drug approval. Uh, there are drugs approved that shouldn't be. There are also drugs that are not properly warned, uh, warning the public. Uh, and we also have uh, natural therapies should be on the same level playing field as drug therapies, without all the regulatory hoo-ha and costs for uh, approval. If we did that. We'd have a healthcare system. So, if they, if Trump is right, if they don't accomplish this BCRA bill, they need to pass a repeal. And then start bringing in bills over, say, one or two years to fix health care, and uh, it'll get done. But that's what needs to, be, to happen. They need to fix health care with better medicine, like my video. If you see it over on live stream, YouTube, and Vimeo, etc., you can see that that is a solution to the health mess we have. And it'll be better than any other country on earth, including socialist Canada, Britain, Australia, New Zealand and even Korea, the best system in the world. It would be American, and it would give power back to the people and health providers of all types. Back in a moment with Bill Warner, stay tuned.